and welcome to the Narrow Road Podcast, a place to share the journey of walking with God on the narrow road that leads to life. I hope that you find rest and encouragement here, but above all, the awareness that you're not alone on the way. Welcome back to the Narrow Road Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Bowyer, and we are on episode 9 of this 365 days of podcasting, a personal challenge that I have made for myself to do something I have long desired and been passionate to do, but I've been putting off for years and do it every single day for 365 days and see where I come out at the other end, who I become, how I change, how we change if you journey on this journey together with me. So I'm very excited to be on day nine with you, back with you again. And yes, it's pretty thrilling really to do something I've put off and do it consistently. I'm I'm loving it. The momentum is wonderful and I highly recommend it. It's brought a lot of other productivity and creativity into realms of my life just in these nine days. So I hope that um, you are seeing similar benefit if you're taking on any kind of a personal challenge similar to this. Do something you've been putting off or wanting to do for 365 days. Just break through that fear and that insecurity and just try it out. See what happens at the end of the year. That's what I'm trying to do. I'll let you know how it goes at the end of a year. Today, I wanted to continue on the theme that we had from a few podcasts ago where we were going through different scriptures and really getting back to basics, getting back to basics. Uh, I felt that in my heart that not only myself, but so many people, so many lovers of God and non-lovers of God, (laughs) but so many human beings on this planet have suffered a lot in the last few years. And we've lost sight of some of the basics, some of the basic needs and and ways that we used to meet them and how we used to attain joy and inner peace in the past. And it's felt like there's so many more voices now. I don't know if it's just more news, more TV shows, more movies, more social media, TikToks. There's just so much noise that is pulling us in so many different directions and we can lose sight of the one thing, the true one thing that makes sense in this life, that actually offers dividends for what often feels like such little effort. (laughs) It is the one thing that truly, truly brings peace to our souls, and that is God. That is our connection to God. And so today I wanted to share one of my most favorite passages of scripture that has lifted me, that has held me tight, and that whenever I lose my way or get caught up in the flurry of such a busy and loud, loud world, that has brought me back to the truth and realigned my soul with my eternal father's soul and made everything else go quiet.
That scripture, ladies and gentlemen, is Psalm 27, verse 4. And I'm just going to go ahead and read it straight away. Written by David, later to be known King David of Israel. Psalm 27, verse 4. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. I'm going to read it again. Read it again. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. One thing, one thing. David kept it simple. And I think the reason why I love the Psalms so much is because it's one of the only places in Scripture that you get to see a person journeying through all the ups and downs and wildness of life and leadership and struggle, humanity, the human existence from seemingly beginning to end played out in human words and human emotion in so many scriptures. Over a hundred passages share that. And the rest of the Bible I, I adore, obviously, but there's something about the Psalms in that they give us such a human understanding of, of walking with God from someone that God himself said was the apple of his eye, someone he deeply, deeply loved, someone that Jesus came from the bloodline of. He called himself a son of David. And David had such an intimate an interesting relationship with God, and he goes into such tr true and real and authentic detail of what it was like to walk with God. Instead of just giving us sort of rules for life and wisdom and understanding that the Bible is full of, it breaks down sort of the how. It shows you the struggle. It shows you the real feelings of it all. And I think that's something that even when I read a lot of Paul's writings and Peter's writings, sometimes I'm like, okay, you're teaching all of this wonderful wisdom. You're giving us so much helpful information, but I want to know, like, how did it feel? Like, what does your day-to-day -day look like? How do you process? How do you talk to God? You know, sometimes you just want some of that really practical stuff in the Bible. And that's what the Psalms actually gives us is the practical side, the in-between those those powerful messages and sermons and pieces of wisdom it's it's the struggle it's the truth it's the crying out how it actually sounded from someone else that that kept the faith to the very end of course he messed up david messed up big time very very human he was a very very human human <laughs> but he always found a way back to God. He always circled back. He always found his way back. And he doesn't keep from us in the Psalms the truth of his emotional experience walking through God, walking with God through all of it. So I highly recommend meditation on the Psalms for, for connection to, to what it's like to really be a believer in God and what it's been to be a believer in God for thousands of years. Because it, and it's so regular in a way, as beautiful as, as it is, that it just shows you that 
it's the same for all of us. The struggles and the ups and the downs and the expressions and the crying out and the and the the journey of joy expressed, singing, dancing, love, sharing every ounce of your fears and your 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 wonderings, your questions with God. Psalms shows you that. It shows you that. It shows you what it sounds like, what it feels like, and how to stir your heart back up, how to stir yourself into hope and belief as you worship God. And this scripture in particular by David, I, I love it because it's simple. I love it because this man who loved God, who was chosen by God to be the second king of Israel, who had overcome so much in his own life, who had been so deeply persecuted and outright hunted by the very first king, just the amount of overcoming and resilience and faith he had to lean on constantly from his childhood to the day he died. He had to lean on his faith constantly. And he knew that there was nowhere else for him to go but Jesus, but God. He was one of those people who, while he was just a shepherd boy, whose job was to watch over sheep day in and day out, he brought his little musical instruments and he sat under the trees and he sang songs to God and he worshiped God and he focused on God. And he developed that discipline and that principle from such a young age that it marked him and it carried him through his life. And this person who had sought God thousands of years before us, in such a simple and basic way, reveals to us the truth. The very same thing that Jesus says in so many different ways, he boils, the, boils it down to one thing. This one thing I have desired of the Lord, and this one thing I will seek, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. Why is that his selection? Why is that what he understood he could boil it all down to? One thing I will seek is to dwell in the house of the Lord. What is the house of the Lord? The house of the Lord is where the Lord lives, right? It's his presence. It's his nearness. It's his, it's his personhood. It's his, it is him. The one thing I desire is to be with God all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord. Another translation says to behold the delightfulness of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. All I want, all I will seek, all I desire is to be with God and talk to him. When you go back to Genesis, you go back to Adam and Eve, it says that Adam walked with God in the cool of the day. They talked. They hung out. That was the beginning. That was the point. That was the point. God wants to be with his people. And he put a distinct desire in each and every one of us to want to be with him. It is home crying out for home. It is like looking for like. He made us in his image. And no matter how much we fill our lives with the distractions of the world, the desires of the world, no matter how much we run from him, we are always, whether you know God or not, we are always aching for our Father. So David could so clearly understand 
that the one thing he needed, the one thing he desired, and the one thing he would seek is to be with his dad. To sit in his house, look at his face, and talk to him. To behold the, de de the delightfulness of God. Because he's truly delightful. And he understood that to look at God is to look at something, someone, perfect, beautiful, good, kind, sincere. We don't know that when we look at everything else on this planet, no matter how good it may look, that it truly is those things. That what our eyes are resting upon is truly holy and pure and doing good for us, right? But we can have that guarantee in our Father. Because we are made in His image. We're His kids. We're His kids. If you have His Spirit dwelling in you right now, you're His kid. You have moved from death to life. You're His kid. You're His child. And when life gets heavy, when life gets hurried, when life gets busy, let us not forsake the one thing. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 13, verse 44, he says, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid, and for joy over it he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful, beautiful pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Do you see this compounding reality of he's the one thing? God, the kingdom he dwells in, that I commonly say is upside down and inside out to what humans would imagine a kingdom to look like or be like or feel like but the kingdom of god the presence of god the nature of god the world of god that is beyond human sight and comprehension is worth everything that when you find it you would lose everything you would forsake all to have it this is why david can so confidently say the one thing i desire is to dwell in the house of the Lord, to live in his kingdom, to be with him, to sit in his house all the days of my life. This was a powerful man. He had everything one could have. Kingship, romantic love, money, power, authority, submission, loyalty, whatever people desire, no doubt you can have when you are the ruler of a nation, right? And he says, yet, I want to be with God all the days of my life. That is what satisfies. That is what I yearn for. That is what I crave. And that is what I will seek to sit at his feet. What a powerful place. What a humble place to sit in. When you are such a powerful person, capable of so much, with so many human beings looking up to you and trusting their lives to you, and you know that the best place to be is in submission to God, is to sit at the feet of God. That's a safe person. <laughs> That's a wise understanding. So I bless you today to come back to basics, to come back to the one thing, the one thing that we all 
No matter how we run, no matter how we fill our lives, no matter what we tell ourselves, and no matter what anyone else tells us, the emptiness you feel, the stress, the pain, the lack of peace, the sleepless nights, the anxiety, the tension, the fear, the anger, all those things that you feel inside of you that rage against the one thing are really just indicators of how much you truly, truly crave and need the one thing, and that is the presence of God. That is to sit with your Father, to behold His beauty, to look Him in the face, and let His face, His glory, His light shine upon you. Let His love wash over you. Inquire with Him. Talk with Him. Have conversations about anything with Him. That's what you're craving. That's what you need. That's where your answers lie, is to sit with your dad. So I bless you to not resist the love of God. I bless you to take five minutes, three minutes, 30 seconds after this podcast to say to him, Dad, the one thing I know I seek is you. And I'm tired of running. I'm tired of trying to figure it all out on my own. I need you. I need you. I want to dwell in your house. I want to sit with you all the days of my life and behold your beauty and talk to you. Trust me, that is music to his ears. It'll be music to your ears. So I bless you to say it. I bless you to want it. I bless your heart to know its own needs to sift through the muck and the mire of worldly wisdom and self-help guides and get to the truth of the matter of what your heart is actually crying out for. And I bless you to seek it, to seek the one thing and to trust Jesus that if it is worth it, if he's saying it's worth it to sell all and buy that field, buy that pearl, if it's worth it, take him at his word that there is more for you, more riches, spiritually, internally speaking for you, than all of the working on yourself you're doing <laughs> and all of the running and all of the striving and all of the worrying. Just come back to the one thing. Come back to the one thing. I bless you in Jesus' name to return and to settle in your heart the only thing you really need and to go after that with everything you've got. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Narrow Road Podcast, and I will be back with you tomorrow for another one. Bye-bye.